Uh, turn, if you will, to in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 1. And we'll be reading 30 and 31. 1 Corinthians 1, 30 and 31. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. God and his Omnipotent wisdom and his grace chose a people to show his love, his mercy, and his grace to before the world was. And he agreed with himself, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And they are one. In the covenant that was made, he put those he chose, as we've read here, in Christ Jesus, his Son. In Christ Jesus. Saints of God, you got to let that sink in. Christ voluntarily became our surety. Agreed to be our substitute, our representative head. And to redeem us. That lamb slain before the foundation of the world. The only begotten Son of God. And God set us apart in Christ Jesus. God would make himself known in him. God would reconcile Adam's fallen race. Those he chose out of it. To himself. In Christ Jesus. And all that God requires for salvation in his, from, of His elect, God gave to us in Christ Jesus. He was delivered for our offenses, raised again for our justification. That Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Behold the Son of Man, the God-Man, and God put us in Him. This is God's work. You must be in Christ. Christ must be in you. But of Him are ye in Christ Jesus. And of Him are ye in Christ Jesus. By God's free sovereign grace, He chose you in the beginning. He has chosen you in Christ Jesus before the world was. And if He puts you in His Son, if He has given you life and faith by His Holy Spirit to believe on His Son, then He has made unto you wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. And we're just going to scratch the surface of these tonight. But 
Pray God show you. If you are born of God, you rely totally on Him. Jesus Christ, for all your wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. Christ alone, by God's immutable, omnipotent grace. This is good news, saints. The saints of God. God put you in Christ Jesus. In the beginning. That's the only way. And it's God's work. It's God's doing. And, and He did it. In the beginning. But of Him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. We are all foolish by nature. We're born with that sinful, depraved nature and our representative, the first Adam. We are all born spiritually dead. That means we cannot know God. Not know Christ. Not know His ways. We can't understand spiritual. Everyone knows there's a God. Satan knows there's a God. But we're born spiritually dead. We're in darkness. We're bound by Satan. We hate God in our natural nature. We can't understand the things of God. We stand guilty before Him. We have offended Him. We have sinned against God. The God who created the universe. The God that created all for Himself, to Himself, and by Himself. But over oh, the covenant of grace. Praise God, He chose a people to put in the last Adam. God put us in His Son, and in His infinite wisdom, He sent Him to be the representative of His chosen elect, and them only. The Word of God was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You come to God through His Son. That's the only way God will look at you. By the will of God, and they're one. And He is the light, that true light. And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But of Him are ye in Christ Jesus, who God has made unto us wisdom. He has made us wise unto salvation. And salvation is Jesus Christ. You look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, 
and our hands have been, have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested. He made it known. And we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. We are made wise unto salvation. Wise unto knowing who Jesus Christ is. Unto knowing who God is in the face of Jesus Christ. Our Lord and our salvation. 1 Corinthians 2.16 tells us, But we have the mind of Christ. Christ, He put you in Him. He revealed Him in you. All the blessings of God are in Him. He's given you that gift of His Holy Spirit to give you life and faith to believe so you can understand spiritual things. You are spiritual. That new creation that He's created in you, Christ revealed in you so you can understand these things. We know all things. Because He teaches us. He keeps us. It's a promise of God to all that believe on Him. To all that He chose and put in Christ in the beginning. He reveals Christ in you, the hope of glory. Your only hope of glory. The only way to the Father. God revealed to us in the face of Jesus Christ. If you'll turn to Ephesians. Chapter 2, we'll start in verse 4. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, oh, thank God He delights in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us. He loved us. Even when we were dead in sin. He loved us when we sinned and hated Him. He hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come He might show the exceeding riches of His grace and His kindness toward us through Jesus Christ. For by grace ye are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's all of God. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained. That we should walk in them. Everything God does, He does for a purpose. Nothing is just done haphazardly. God created all things for His own will and His own purpose in the saving of His elect and to get His glory. And He does that in His Son. His workmanship. 
He borns us again. He gives us His Holy Spirit, that grace, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said to you. Christ Jesus revealed. How can we keep His commandments when we, when there's no good in us, when we're nothing but sin? He put us in Christ Jesus. He revealed Christ in you. His Holy Spirit teaches you all these things. But of Him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness. Righteousness is a legal term. Right with the law. And that usually is by your deeds. Here, it's right in the eyes of the law before God. How can we be right before God? We have no righteousness of our own. God doesn't accept our righteousness. We don't. What does He tell us? They're filthy rags. We have broken God's holy law. We stand guilty. His law declares us guilty before Him. And to break God's law is to die, is death. God demands death, that blood be shed because He's offended. We've offended Him. We've sinned against God. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? For to sin against God is death. God demands, He requires a perfect righteousness. But of Him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness. Again, Christ is our righteousness. He's our only hope. He's our only righteousness. Christ came into the world to bring in an everlasting righteousness for His people. By His perfect obedience to the law of God unto death on the cross. He made Him... the perfect righteous one to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made that we would be made the righteousness of God in Him in Christ Jesus.
the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Daniel 9, 24 tells us, Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation a restore an atonement made by the blood of Jesus Christ for iniquity and bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy it's all about him and to anoint the most holy the most holy Christ came into this world as the righteous God man he broke his mother's womb I come to do thy will O God And we were in him. Think about that. He loved you from eternity. If God loved you, he ain't never not loved you because he don't change. He purposed all of this for you. For you. For those that he chose and put in his son. How does he love you? In his son. How you love him? In his son. We were in him. The forerunner, the firstborn. He must have preeminence because he's first. Put there by God's omnipotent grace. By faith of Oh, and that's a whole other message. By faith of the Son of God. Not faith in the Son of God. He gives us that. But this is by the faith of the Son of God. He who loved me and gave himself for me, walk before him and be perfect. That's what he tells us to do. Because you're in Christ. You're no longer your own. You're bought. It was Christ who as a man was obedient to the law of God to death on the cross did all that God sent him to do. He finished those works, made it known all that God required and God made us righteous and just before him a thrice holy God in Christ. His obedience, His suffering, His dying, His doing, His burial, His resurrection from the dead. His sacrifice. Christ crucified our substitute and we were in Him. That's what I'm stressing to you. You gotta get that. And if you get it, you're gonna rejoice. In Christ. By God's free and sovereign electing grace, He was made sin for us who knew no sin, that we may be made the righteousness of God in Him. Crucified with Christ, buried with Christ, risen again with Him. We were with Him the whole way. 
from eternity. And we'll be with him for eternity because God doesn't change. Who's going to keep us? God is going to keep us in Christ Jesus. And when it pleased God, he sent us his gospel. He sent a messenger to declare it. He called us. He sent his Holy Spirit, gave us life and faith to believe in Christ Jesus. He convinced us of how sinful we are, that we are totally depraved and that we need a redeemer. We need righteousness. We need to be holy. We need to be ransomed. We need to be delivered. We have no hope without him. He turned us and he caused us. He subdued us. We can't overcome Satan, but Satan's nothing to God. God comes in and he binds Satan and he casts him out of the way. He can't touch you. He'll roar at you. But in him, in Christ Jesus, ain't nothing pluck you out of his hand. Ain't nothing harm you. We ain't talking about your flesh. We're talking about that spirit, that new creature and that he's made in you. They can't touch you. Can't harm you. Fear not. I'm with you. I've been with you from the beginning. I'll be with you till the end. Subdued us and made us to believe on his son. Looking only to him to be acceptable to God. In Christ. For he ascended up to God and presented himself that sacrifice that pleased the holy justice of God for all his elect. That sin atoning sacrifice made us one with him. And pleased, appeased, and fully satisfied the holy justice of God for all his elect. Those that he had put in him in the beginning. He are propitiation. That effectual. Redeeming sin atoning. Blood shed. Covers us and washes us. As our substitute. And we. Made us acceptable to God. Washed in that blood. Washed in that grace, that whole that Holy Spirit of regeneration, and clothed in the righteousness of His Son. That's how God looks at you. It's the only way God can look at you in His Son. He sees that blood. He sees His Son. He sees that lamb slain for the foundation of the world. And he's satisfied. He's happy. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification. 
What a word. Holy. He set you apart. In Christ. Sanctified you. For his own purpose. For his own love. Made you holy. Because he's holy. I am holy, be ye holy. God only accepts perfection. And only Christ is perfectly holy. Only God's holy. Holy before God. He was the only man who was ever holy. What God requires, God gives. You can't earn it. You can't make yourself holy or holier. You're as holy now as you're ever going to be if you're in Christ because He's holy. God is only pleased with the sacrifice of His darling Son. God bear all the elect sins in His body on the cross. He's the one that put our sins away. And he never sinned. He can't sin. He would cease to be God if he could. And that ain't going to happen. He satisfied God's holy justice. God bruised him. It pleased him to do so. It was purposed. God plunged that sword of justice into him till he was completely and totally satisfied with your sin debt and all of his elect it's your sins my sins the elect sins that he bore in his body and God punished him for your sins till he was satisfied that blood was shed Christ's precious blood, his darling son, when he made him sin, he's not a respecter of persons. He's holy. To remain holy and just, he must punish sin. And he did it in Christ Jesus. He bore our sins. That's the only reason that he who had no sin was made sin for you. And he paid a sin debt that would have took you an eternity. And you never would have ever got it paid. But because he put you in him. See what it means to be in Christ? Satisfaction. For all of his elect. Complete atonement made by Christ Jesus to God on our behalf, in our room, in our stead, our substitute. It took one with a holy nature and only Christ. Could have put our sins away because he had. 
the holy nature. He was made flesh as one of us, but never ceased to be God. He had a holy nature. God purposed him to be that propitiation. No one else could do it. Only the anointed one. Only the righteous one. Only the perfect one. Only the holy one. And God, in his own perfect time, reveals Christ in you. That hope of glory. Making you a new creature in Christ Jesus. Christ revealed in you. Making you partaker of that divine nature that is Christ Jesus got his nature if he puts you in him you're in him he's in you you're no longer your own you're bought he did everything for you that you could never do yourself making you partake of his divine nature Ephesians 4:24 says if read earlier and that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and in true holiness yes while we are still in when our old nature. We're still in the flesh till God separates us. And He promised He would. Because Christ on the third day rose again. We're in Him. We have that hope of glory in Him. Yes, while we are still in our old sinful nature, the two natures of the believer, only the believer has them. God-hating nature of Adam in the flesh, but oh, that divine nature of God, the Spirit, Christ in you. He has made you holy in Christ Jesus, our substitute, with His atoning blood washing you, clothed in His robes of righteousness. You are as holy as God's dear Son. Oh God, I bring you your Son. In the full assurance of faith given of God. Praise be to God. God said in Leviticus twenty twenty six, And ye shall be holy unto me, for I, the Lord, am holy. We're holy because we're in Him. And He's in us. He makes us holy. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Your sins are forgiven. you got a clean record. You're right before God. There's no condemnation. The law has already been satisfied. God's holy justice has already been satisfied. Your sin debt's paid for you. You didn't do it. He did it for you. 
because he loved you. And he chose you. And he set you aside. He sanctified you. Behold, all things are become new. You're a new creature. A new creature formed in Christ. Christ formed in you. And have severed you from other people that ye should be mine. Holy, sanctified in him. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Well, we could spend days on this. Complete deliverance. Redemption. Complete deliverance by ransom paid. Complete deliverance by ransom paid. Hebrews 9, verse 11. But Christ, being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater, more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption, complete deliverance, ransom paid for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to purify of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause, He is the mediator of the New Testament, that covenant that we talked about earlier, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Eternal inheritance. The will and testament of God. You're going to inherit Christ. Because that's all you need. You want glory. You want righteousness. You want wisdom. You want eternal life. You want salvation. It's Christ Jesus. He's all those things and more. He saved you to the uttermost. God completely delivered you. Satisfied His holy justice and His Son. And it pleased Him. It made Him happy. His Son 
His blood shed for atonement of sins. The ransom for your soul is fully paid. You're bought. You're his. You're not your own. Walk in him. Walk in his light. Walk in his love. Be holy for he's holy. You're in him. He's in you. God has made you his. Bought with Christ Jesus' own blood. So in conclusion. God does everything for his purpose. Everything he requires for salvation. He gives. He gave. In Christ Jesus, his darling son. He chose a people before he created the world. In electing grace, he put them in Christ Jesus as a redeeming substitute, a surety. He voluntarily became our substitute and surety. He knew what he had to do. And all the shame of being made sin. Love that he had for you. <laughs> You're the apple of his eye. You've always been his delight. The lamb slain before the foundation of the world. It was done in the beginning. Made known to you now. And he's making it known to you. Making him our wisdom. Giving us life and faith to know Him by His Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost teaching us all things. Revealing Christ in us the hope of glory. Know the Father through the Son. He is the way, the only way. He made Him our righteousness. He is righteous, perfect obedience unto death on the cross. We're saved by grace through the gift of His faith, not of our works. That we may be made the righteousness of God in Him. He made Him to us sanctification, making us partakers of His holy divine nature. One with God the Father, one with God the Son, one with God the Holy Ghost. Because they are one, making us a new creature in Christ, making him our redeemer, his blood shed for remission of sins, his being crucified on that cross, being made a curse for us, because curses everyone who hangeth on a tree. He being made sin who knew no sin, he delivered me from Satan, from sin, from death, from grave. He alone paid the ransom for me with his own blood. He laid down his life and he took it up again for our justification. God slew the Lamb of God for his justice to be satisfied in full for all his elect. We are free from condemnation in Christ Jesus. And I persuade you there's God's elect out there. And we don't know who they are. Only God does. 
God knows who His people are. It's not for us to judge. It's not for us to know. We will know one day when it pleases Him to show us when He comes to gather us all. But I persuade you, be ye reconciled to God. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and ye shall be saved. And we know that you can't do it on your own. He does it for you. Salvation is of God alone. It's in Christ Jesus. That according as it is written, He that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. You worship Him. You adore Him. Hold Him in awe. Hold Him in reverence. Believe on Him. Trust Him. God get His glory. Pray to God that this has been a comfort to His saints. Amen.